You are listening to the Girls of Alchemy podcast with best-selling author, relationship coach, and all-round good egg, Faye Murray, business consultant and personal coach, Lisa Richards, and me, Natalie, your host, The Unqualified One. Whether you're aspiring for love, wealth, happiness, or just an hour of laughs with three friends, join us here in this podcast where we will promise you laughter, honesty, and inspiration. Hello and welcome to the Girls of Alchemy. I'm here. It is Natalie with Faye and Lisa. Hi, girls. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Good. Well, we had a fantastic response, didn't we, from the, oh, brilliant. the last uh, week's podcast. We had yes. an absolutely amazing response. So thank you for all of our listeners and everyone listening. And make sure you do, obviously, listen back and share as well. Uh, from that, as we've explained before, each, is, each of our podcasts is going to have a topic. And this has been highly requested by um, our lovely listeners and it is on body confidence um so as normal we're going to have four questions probably filtered in with my seven other questions as it usually happens but <laughs> we like the extras yes <laughs> but we've got uh, four questions and uh, and yeah we're just going to be talking all things body confidence with you guys here today so we're going to kick it straight off with question number one is can people really have body confidence so can you truly have it and i'm going to go to lisa because Faye always has a go at me for going to her first. <laughs> I made the mistake of looking at her this time. Yeah, so that's why my yeah, eyes are down. <laughs> yeah, you did. So Can't. the question is, does body confidence actually exist? Does there anybody walking around like, damn. And <laughs> damn. I love myself, damn. totally. Um, and what is it? God, that's a really tough one. And again, so body confidence, um, how confident do we feel in our own skin? I think there's like such a mixed um, setup of, of discussions that we could have about this because again, it's, it's, I guess, how people relate to other people. Like it's that comparative thing, I'm going to guess is the source of most people's unhappiness around this. They sort of go, um, I think that is the normal or I think that is the perfect or the, the ideal. Uh, how do I... How do I measure up? How do I compare to the ideal? Um, and then do we ever compare? Do we ever sort of uh, line up? Probably not. So uh, it's a really subjective question. I think um, the, you can have body confidence, but I don't think it's um, isolated. I think it sits in line with your confidence around all areas. Mm. You know, how comfortable are you in your own skin? Because I think if we stay in this culture of comparison, then nobody ever is going to have true confidence. It's about um, our ability to accept that they're just kind of the vehicles we're moving around in. You know, I have Do you like think quite it's um, coming from other areas. So if you don't feel body confident, it might be a because you don't feel confident overall. Or do you think it's solely isolated to body no, confidence? I, I don't at all. I think it's um, indicative of a, like a wider um, thought pattern that people have if they you know imply like a lack of um, confidence in the, their body and the way they feel I think it's a bit of a disconnect for people you know how disconnected they are to them themselves and how happy they are in in themselves as a whole thing um, but I'm interested to uh, your thoughts on this because it's not an area mm -hmm. that I talk about very often but so, I see a movement yeah so Faye so what do you think body confidence is then to start off what do you think it is I think body confidence is very much about, it's more than just the body, isn't it? When people talk about body confidence, I don't really think you can be body confident unless you're confident in who you are. Mm. I think you can fake that you're body confident, but I think unless you're truly confident in yourself as a whole, I don't really think that's the truth. 
But I think body confidence for me is very much about loving what you have. Like we've spoken before about beauty and genes and all those different things. But unless you actually just love all your different features, all the things that, I mean, I remember when I was growing up, I hated having freckles, hated having freckles. And now when I look at little girls, I'm like, oh, look at their little freckles, if they've got freckles. And it's, a lot of it's about reframing, isn't it? Because it's all perception. It's what we think when we look in the mirror. And I think I find really interesting about body confidence, and I guarantee you will find every single woman does this, weight. Mm. How often do we look back at old pictures and we, oh, I wish I was the fat I thought I was then. Yes. <laughs> I re- yeah, when you look back and you think, yeah, I wish I was as slim as I th- when I first thought I was fat. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I hear that as well from women about age. Like my mum's always said to me, oh my God, you should look back 20 years and be like, when I was there, I used to think I was so old. And now I'm here. I'm like, I wish I still looked as young as I was then. And I realised how beautiful I was yeah. then. And it, how do we stop this like cycle of regret that we all do yeah. like well, how do we um get to the stage where we look in the mirror and feel great like that I guess is true body confidence then yeah. isn't it when we we love who we are it's not picking yourself apart I suppose. yeah not being critical yeah do you think do you think then weight is a massive factor in mo- for most women yeah. um do you think that's think probably the is. number one thing one of them yeah yeah definitely. um for me definitely and we spoke about this yeah. before that um I do feel better within myself at when I'm at my lowest weight, 100%. It's, um, it's, it, it goes into everything. But I think with me as well, it was from, um, I've always been reasonably into my sport. I've always been able to do stuff um, in sport. And I got to a point where I did put on some weight and I didn't, I wasn't an A, I was like the rubbish one at the back. And it was that. It was more of a performance thing for yeah. you though than like a physical well, thing? Well, it, it was a bit of both. But I felt that if I could style it up and I could wear different clothes, I felt quite confident with the extra weight. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it. I used to look in the mirror and kind of not really recognise myself that much, which was quite odd. Mm. Um, but I didn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. Why? I, I just thought, well, I'm just getting older. Perhaps I don't know. Perhaps I need to get my hair done. Perhaps it's this, but it wasn't. It was all down to weight. Yeah. But the thing that really actually made me think, right, I've actually got to shift this off me, was doing. Um, physical things and not being able to like me and uh, me and Adam went out for a run and I was like oh you know I, was, <laughs> and, I can't and, keep up <laughs> and I was literally like plodding at the back and I just thought this is I've always been able to do stuff like this like and why can't I do it and it really really annoyed me so yeah. I think that does then relate back to the body confidence thing but it was a, an overall it affected my whole life which I didn't I really didn't realize that it would and yeah. I said to you about having children yeah. I obviously don't have children but I um that I'm glad that almost happened before I would have children because I could imagine I would have gone into a bit of a meltdown yeah like because then you have the overarching oh my god like I'm reviewing my life because I have kids but also you're losing, I guess, yeah. sense your sense of your identity. And that yeah. actually is something that we should talk about because we have this like mixed bag of us around yeah. the table of different like stages of our life. And uh, for me, as a young parent, you know, I was 20 when I was expecting my first. So I hadn't really 
got myself established in my identity at 20. And then I was exactly that, you know, young baby. And, you know, my body had changed beyond recognition. Mm. And I'm still in a very vulnerable kind of um, period of your life. And I think your 20s, we sort of say, oh, yeah, you're growing up, you're adults. But I think your 20s really shape you as a person yeah. and the experiences that you have during that time. And I think we're more susceptible to external pressure. And, and as with the looking pressure. back thing, you, at the time, you probably, well, you were obviously quite mature at the time. But yeah. I probably thought I was quite mature at 20, but I probably really wasn't. Yeah, well, I think that looking all. back, like, God, was I someone's, like, mother? Yeah. I had three kids at 24, and I see 24-year-olds now, and I'm like... That I can't blows keep my a mind. plant alive, like let alone when I was twenty-four. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to keep yeah, keep plants surviving, let alone mini people. And and you do, but then you suffer as a result of mm. it. And that's what happened to me. You know, I invested so much of my time looking after them. I had this like identity crisis because my body had changed because I hadn't established confidence in myself and. You know, you just go into, and I know so many mothers can relate to this. You go into like no man's land, like, who am I? What is my life about? Like, wh who is Lisa? Because I was just like, mom, 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 who serves others. It is my job and my goal and my life's purpose to serve you. And that, you know, just kind of along with the body changes and it's all really interlinked. And yeah. I just felt the lowest I've ever been. And but I think it's important to know it's all perceptual as well. Because we've spoken before about when you gained weight. And I, I've said to you, have not. Like when I looked at you, I thought... Oh, she's one of these people that never gains weight. Yeah, she's one of these. She, she can eat. Like yeah, that, right? she can eat yeah, what but she then wants. Doesn't she everybody wants. that's slim? Yeah. Like if you like, 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 I've got a friend who's very, very slim, and she is one of those people that doesn't gain weight. <laughs> but I suppose she could. I suppose if um, yeah. uh, I suppose again, like we're talking, when you see somebody's end result. You never feel that they could have been anything different than they no. are now, I suppose. But, yeah, yeah. Because you haven't yeah. seen the journey, have you, no, as no. well? Like, it's that thing that we were talking about last week where we take the snapshot of someone's life and go, oh, their life looks amazing in this moment. And actually, you know, they could be going through the same. And that's why this is so important because it's like we're sharing our backstories so yeah. that when people look at us and therefore other people, it's like, yeah, you don't just get to see the tip Something of the iceberg. Here's the real stuff behind it that mm. leads to where we are now. Well, that is actually question number two. That leads quite happily onto question number two. It is, do you personally have body confidence now? And if you do, how did you get there? And what does it mean to you? I think a lot of it for me, body confidence, is loving every bit of you for just what it is, the imperfections. Because me being in my second pregnancy, my first pregnancy, when I look back, I constantly worried about weight. And the thing I ever said was, if I have more children... I'm going to absolutely adore being pregnant. I'm going to focus on my body going for all these amazing changes. I'm in my second pregnancy and that's not how I feel. Yeah. That's not what I do at all. And it sounds really hypocritical, but it's real. I think to gain real confidence, it's about being real with yourself. You're always going to question yourself. It's how you rein yourself back in and pick yourself back up again. It's so, for instance, I was trying clothes on yesterday for the event that we were at on uh, Thursday night. And being in my body shape that I'm in now, which is of no bump but weight. Oh, and but <laughs> from overly round. But again, yes. an external <laughs> person, it just doesn't. It doesn't look like yeah. that, honestly. You, no. But for me, in the mirror, I was. And we all know how unforgiving mirrors are in changing rooms. Mm. I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah. And it's reminding myself again, though, that I'm sure when I look back at pictures, and I look back mm. at pictures being pregnant with my first son. I had the loveliest little bump and all I felt being five foot one was like this little fat 
Buddha. And that's literally how I felt. So it's all perception. But Buddha all is the peace time. and love, so you've got to be happy with that. Yeah. Uh, yes, well, so lots of people. Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots of people buy them to sit on their mantelpieces. Yeah, exactly. And there I was you for know? free. Come stroke my belly. <laughs> <laughs> I am here to serve you with Buddha. Uh, well, it, I think I think pregnancy is a massive thing yeah, to be at for, in regards to body confidence. But after that and how yeah. you are feeling now... Do you think you have confidence? Yeah, I do. And I think the good thing I am not I'm 90% good at, because we can all fall in these categories. I think we live in a highly critical world sometimes. Mm. Everything is like, for instance, we've spoke about um, the model world and things like that. People go, oh, it's all airbrushed. Well, no, what if they are just actually really pretty? Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. But we just, instead, we focus in what other people's ideal of is beautiful. Mm. And it's not about that. Like, for instance, if we was to sit around this table and say what our ideal partner would look like, I can guarantee that we'd all explain a different guy. We'd all explain a different person. Because we all find different things attractive and we can get really caught up on. Someone might say one negative thing to us, but someone else has said another nine great things. Yeah. And we will focus on that one person that has said something that made us feel insecure, made us feel not good enough. Mm. Instead of focusing on the good things. And I tend to find that you get more about what you think about. Mm. So if you're walking around thinking, I feel like this, I feel like the other, I feel fat, whatever you are guaranteed to find things that make you feel that you'll focus on the really slim women. Mm. Rather than some men love women that are curvy. Like, I'd love to have curves. That Mm. would be brilliant. But no, generally, I think I am quite confident in who I am, but there will be times that it does trigger me. There will be times that I'm like, oh... Yeah, mm. my legs are getting a bit bigger as I was saying to Pete the other night. Look how big my bum's getting. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> hey, loves thing. it. Yeah, celebrate <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like you say, hey, but it's still a really nice curve. That means it's big. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Lise? Do you think you have body confidence? And if you do, how did you get there? Or is it inbuilt? Have you always had it? No, not at all. Um, I, I'm mid, like early 30s. So I came through those teenage years when Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears were like um, the sort of go-to people in the limelight. And they With had... washboard abs. Yeah, like absolute, you know, very masculine sort of phys- physique, very sort of straight down, slim legs, tiny flat waists. And I've always, all of the women in my family, we have an hourglass figure. You know, we have tiny waists, but then we have these... These childbearing hips and bums and and big thighs and power, you know, in our our legs. And I never viewed it as that at all because it was all about bloody thigh gaps and, you know, skinny jeans. I could never get in skinny jeans. I couldn't wear like knee-high boots because my legs are always curvy. And so I grew up very much feeling, um, you know, lesser than what was the in thing. And then... Um, you know it was only really as I grew up and I started to actually and this is really brutally honest to put this out there but as I started interacting with men as I got older Mm. I realized what you were just saying Faye is that like actually that may be what the media portrays but actually it's not what everybody finds attractive and then I started to realize how subjective Mm. attraction was and and the physical body and I started to be appreciated by men for my shape Mm. you know and I realized okay so so maybe you know this isn't a thing and then it sort of started the journey for me with 
well, you know, when we were talking about social media and I was saying if you, you can interact with it, but just view it with like your logical yeah. head and go, yeah. this is here view to it make me feel like this. Officially, yeah. Yeah, view it. You yeah, made a really good point. View it like you're watching a film. You don't believe everything in a film. Yeah, you don't relate it to but your own life. But it's a little life. bit shiny version of life. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's what I realized was that actually bringing women up where they hate their bodies, right, is great for business. When you sell product that makes you more attractive, right? Let's be aware, and this is not a men-women thing, so men don't freak out at me right now, but it's a very male-dominated world that, you know, women have been brought up in from a long time going back. You know, magazines were curated, you know, by, by male owners. Businesses in beauty have predominantly been run by male owners. And it's a very big business to make women hate the skin they're in, you know, cellulite products and, you know breast enhancements, whatever it is, whatever you sell um, to make women feel better, you have to make them feel worse first to sell That's the product. That's a pain point. Mm. It is, you know, you have to, and, and it's a very big business. And there's a fabulous lady that is really pioneering um, body positivity. And I don't have her details to hand, but I will drop it in the description, the links to her page, because she's um, exploring how br bringing women up under these conditions actually is big business, makes us hate ourselves, makes us great consumers. Mm -hmm. And then I started to be like, oh, hang on a second. You know, I started to sort of see it for what it was. I stopped comparing myself to this media-curated image, this, you know, oh, look, I have this cream and no more wrinkles. I was like, yeah, my face folds because I smile. Like, mm. it just is what it is, you know. Yes, my belly wobbles because it's stretched out three times and, and that's what skin does. Like, I just took a really pragmatic approach to my body and I also questioned a lot of people like when we talk about weight like what do you think is ideal like why do you think mm. what you have isn't ideal I suppose that you've got you've got to have it what's ideal for you yeah it is, like my exactly ideal is when I'm wearing clothes I don't feel like uncomfortable right? I don't feel uncomfortable or that, unhealthy that's or my unfit. ideal yeah and when I'm slimmer that's I don't feel like that I feel that I put on clothes and everything kind of fits yeah whereas when I'm I've, I've been heavier and anybody that's watching it doesn't know I have lost two stones so it was quite a considerable yeah amount of you've weight you've had a weight loss yeah. journey yourself it was quite it was you know it, uh, people even that knew me at the time were like oh you were never that but yes I have I have documentation to prove the weight I but, have seen this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's it's that that's for me and with the things like products and things like that I think it should be the cherry on top I feel that you should be able to use all these products to make you feel fantastic yeah but it should be from a place of I want to feel fantastic not I feel terrible yeah I agree yeah. if you, you know, if you choose to do things be just very aware you know what your motive is for choosing them mm. you know if you choose to have cosmetic surgery I'm in full, full support of that and if it is your absolute choice then go do it but if you're doing it because you feel you know something's lacking something's missing from your own confidence then I would sort of say work on your mindset first before you work on the 100%. physical stuff because yeah. You may go to the gym and run on that treadmill and lose all that weight, and you might find that you still feel the same. Yes. Whereas, I suppose with mine, I definitely didn't. You knew yeah. The, yeah, the direct I'm, relationship yeah. between it. I knew that. I knew that if I lost weight, I would feel better, and yeah. I always have 
without the weight, if that yeah. makes sense. So I kind of knew that was going to happen. I knew it wasn't trying to replace something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so because it's knowing it was, what it is for you, isn't it? It was, com- it was only, you were only comparing with your fitter version of yourself. Yeah. And I think that's really important because like you, you know, I fluctuate, I gen- tend to fluctuate about a stone, yeah. like yeah. over a year. And when I was expecting the kids, I'd put on two stone. And then, which is not a lot, is it? That well, not really. You know, I, I I didn't overeat. I didn't overindulge. I stayed relatively active. You know, I had what I would say is like three a normal, children. <laughs> yeah, 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 normal, yeah. a normal sort of pregnancy. And um, and but then I wasn't fixated mm. on. Uh, okay, I have to get my pre-baby body back, yeah. and that's the kind of crap that I can't buy into. And I just think that that is forced down women's throats all the time. And I don't want to see new mothers who are coping with their life changes, their newborns, their loss of identity, their, you know, these really deep issues. I do not want you to give a damn about your wobbly skin on your belly. Like, mm. it's it's so trivial in the grand scheme, and I want people to see that. Do you also think as well that it, it puts a narrative into men's heads yeah. that put pressure on women, as in, um, you know, look at my wife, she's got her baby body, pre-baby body back. Yeah. Do you know? And it's like... I saw why is that guy speaking like that you know you just think what's it got to do with you almost like and, yeah. and men that obviously go through journeys themselves but surely what you look like is completely up to you it's Absolutely. not you know, again it's not That's trying to feel attractive for your other partner such a big part I saw an advert they did. I can't remember the lady's name she's American anyway but it's not anything wrong with being American <laughs> she's American she's American, American. 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 the issue right there no I'm joking she had, and it got so much shaming, and I could, I could see where she did it from a business perspective, but she had a picture of herself pregnant and, and her husband and saying how proud her husband was because she stayed fit in pregnancy, so she yeah. still remained a fit body. And I was like, that was nice, but there was a amount of women on there going, and I was like, actually, that's really true as well, saying he should have been proud of you. Because you have the baby. Yes, mm. it doesn't matter what your figure was. And I was like, that is so true from a selling point of view. I mean, because I've been looking at exercising, I've not done hardly any exercise, but I have been looking at doing exercise. I've been considering it. Yeah. I've yeah, browsed I Pinterest and created a board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought eating a biscuit. And they say a lot about mindset, don't they? They say they've done these tests about people that think about doing exercise and the oh. ones that do with the results. So I'm halfway there, but I'm yeah, considering you are. it. You're, you're, you're manifesting <laughs> the universe, it as we yes, speak. Yes, the universe is on my side. <laughs> and But I was like, actually, yeah, he should be. Mm. proud that you are standing there because all our figures I mean I don't want to talk too much about pregnancy really but all our figures are different in pregnancy like although you say like no one can see the difference at 20 weeks pregnant most other women have a bump you can see they're pregnant mm. I just look like I've put a stone on that's I because don't. you're second baby and that's like again this is stuff yeah. that we don't talk about right. right and that's why we all go around feeling yeah. a bit like oh god is this normal mm. because nobody has these discussions around yeah. the table so from you know third time mum to you yeah. it is different you know because your muscles are have already done what they've done the first time and you're all everything's all tight and oh I have abs and like come look at my bump and it's all neat second time around your stomach's like yeah cool okay yeah yeah my back (laughs) like it it just is and there's nothing Mm. wrong with it but again it is it's that shaming that we see and we're looking but again I'm very very aware that it's probably perception yeah well I look back now even to not long before I got pregnant I remember thinking, oh, really, like, I don't feel quite comfortable enough. Mm. Now, at 20 weeks pregnant, I'd have that body back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's all perception, isn't it? It's all, I think a lot of it as well is when we, what we put out is what you get back. So relationship-wise, if you're with somebody who has an issue about your body 
pregnancy, no matter what you go through, like you were with Adam when you put that two stone on. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Did it was he... his fault. <laughs> yes. External blame works. Yeah. yeah he Adam, did I'm it really to sorry me. you got bought he into this. made me drink that wine. <laughs> but did, was yeah. your relationship any different for that? Um, yeah, I think not. I don't think it was different, but I think I, I think looking back on it, there were certain things that I did because I didn't feel great about myself yeah. that I wouldn't normally do. Yeah, you know. So um, it wasn't the relationship; no. it was how you felt about you, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I'm sure Adam didn't change at all. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. He, and he didn't. You know, he didn't. He wasn't off put. No, by no. Or, no like, well, I don't think he really noticed until he came with me that one time to have. I told you that I, I did a um, the weigh-in, the weigh-in. Um, I did the weigh-in at the gym, and I thought, oh, maximum, it's got to be a stone. I'm heavier, like a stone and a half, stone and a quarter, maximum. Got on the scale, and I was like, oh. And both of us worked it out because it came up in pounds, and then we worked it out, no, uh, yeah, in pounds, and it came up in stone and pounds. And I was like, no, kilo, sorry, to stone and pounds. And we were like, no, that's not right. The calculator We've must miscalculated. be <laughs> Yeah, Both of us were like, no, that's not right. And then we were both like, well, how did that happen? Well, just sitting around doing nothing, eating, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's it. But no, I don't, think, um, I don't think the relationship changed as such, but there was definitely things in me that changed that I didn't particularly like about myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I've, I've experienced yeah. that. Like, it's, it's not the relationship changing no. because my husband has always indulged and loved my shape, whatever it's ever been, you know, whether I've been very heavily pregnant or just my general curves or when I'm slim or whatever and um but it's how I show up to the relationship that changes Mm, because that's what I was getting to yeah Yeah, it's how how we feel about ourselves but what I don't do is go oh um you know do the Instagram thing and go like oh I should look like this but I do know how and when I feel the best and for me it's power and strength because I do um, like pole dancing, this is not like a sideline job. This is like <laughs> yeah, it for is. fitness. I mean, it might be. Um, for fitness, I want to be strong yeah. to do it, you know, and it's actually got nothing else. Like for me, strong is sexy. Yeah. That's yes. the relationship and um, feeling unfit yeah. and feeling weakness, physical weakness in my, my core muscles just somehow doesn't give me that same powerful feeling and yeah, I, think I think that's, that's similar, similar to, to, me. to your thing definitely well, confidence makes a huge difference though doesn't it to how I think you come across to the entire world when mm. you are feeling confident in your body men love that men want that kind of that strong woman mm. because it's a feminine strength mm. it's not a masculine strength it's a very feminine so when you're confident in who you are I think it makes massive difference to your relationships with any because you're not all up in your head questioning yourself you're present in the moment I also find you I tended to filter it into a lot of conversations like almost to judge whether or not people thought I was chubby like you know which is really bizarre looking back on it and I think I think I did do that a lot I used to talk about weight a lot and how boring is that God, is like, it like they're like, do I look okay in this type no, approach? It was, it was, it was not seeing people for a certain amount of time, and then you meeting them, and me, um, my brain was like, they think you've put on loads of weight, like, and they're really? like, yeah, it's that thing, isn't it, where we think we know what other people yeah. think? Oh, I, I do love that. that. Do you? Yeah. See, I'm surrounded by like because people I who psychic. do that. I know all. Well, and <laughs> and I'm sort of like I'm the one who pulls people up because they'll be like, wow, you know, I had this conversation, and they must be thinking, and I'm like, oh yeah, have you been polishing your crystal ball again? Yeah. Like how? 
how do you have any clue what somebody else is thinking? But it's such a casual like thought pattern that we do all the time. Like, oh, they must think this or mm. they must think that. And, and it's something that I don't do and I see other people do. Yeah. So it seems really abstract to me, but that's really honest of you to like put it out there and say that. Mm. Yeah, no, it, it definitely felt it. Like, and, yeah. and then I just, then I thought about it. I thought, well, do you do something about it then? Yeah. Stop. But like, bore, I'm boring myself to a certain <laughs> point. Like, oh, I don't feel good. And it was like, well, just do something about it. Like, I love your ownership of that as well. Get on the treadmill. You, you knew you knew you was the but source of the it. Reason. Yeah. And that's the reason. If that's your reason, then God, love, try and love what you're in, and yeah, and yeah. appreciate what you're in. But if 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 that is genuinely the reason, you know that's making you unhappy. Get up and do something about it. Yeah, because yeah. you won't. You will be happy with yourself that you've done it. But yeah. you know, I've got a slightly different spin on that because I do agree with what you're saying. For me, and this is where people don't see this in me, like I'm a naturally, what the people closest probably to me do, naturally I go to negative first before I do positive. I have to work every single day on staying in a positive mindset. I am a very naturally, not naturally, whatever's been set throughout my life naturally makes me go to negative first, which even comes down to my own self-criticism. Can we make a note of this? Like, we need to talk this positivity and like versus negativity, optimism versus pessimism. Yeah. I'm interested in this because like it, discussion. Well, it makes a huge difference because you saying about um, the getting up and the doing stuff. What I used to feel like is in I'd, I'd have that little voice in the back of my head going, "Yeah, but you'll probably still feel ugly if you lose that weight anyway." No. Yeah, and you're anticipating yeah. how you will feel. Yeah, so yeah. It, like the you same way we anticipate. You yeah. stop yourself doing it. Same as. Being feeling ugly used to make me feel better about relationships because then if a relationship wasn't going well or a guy wasn't interested in me, it was like, oh, well, it's because I'm ugly. Yeah, you justified Yeah, it everything. gave me yeah. an excuse yeah. to rather than looking and being like, well, actually, maybe he's just a bit of a douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. I am amazing <laughs> rather yeah. than going into that place. And also sometimes by keeping yourself in lack of self-confidence, it takes away that ownership. It allows you to be a victim yeah. to the people around you. And I've definitely fell, on, fell into that over the years, 100% victimhood. Mm. And then yeah. also, other if you're the victim, someone else has to be the villain. Yeah, and I meet a lot of people in the business world with that approach to things. So, And I, yeah. I'm sure, I think that mindset applies to lots of different yeah. areas. Like some people can own, we spoke about this before, right? They can own the good stuff that they bring, yeah. but they can't own the negative. And yeah. what you did was you went, yeah, I own this. I've been sitting around and eating. Yeah. That, that I brought it because at the time I wanted the Chinese more than I wanted to stay slim. And that's what you did. You made a choice in that moment. Yeah. Well, I just wasn't thinking. I yeah. just, just genuinely wasn't thinking just go, just sort of going along with there it was a change in lifestyle in regards to my job that I started working from home which I never had before which I then didn't calculate in my brain I was like why am I putting on weight well Natalie because you're doing a thousand steps a day to go to the, the you know <laughs> pour out the coffee and then come back and then eat your chocolate and sit there and do nothing else yeah. but why I was like trying to calculate it you know <laughs> that's the reason why so then I just thought well stop moaning about it trying to filter it into every situation and trying to feel happy with yourself in the present yeah. because you know that there is something you can do about it that will just make you feel happy so just do it there's yeah so that's not power in ownership there isn't yeah, there's yeah. so much power like Pete made me laugh yesterday I was like I feel really sick today I just feel really run down he's like oh how many bike bar tarts did you eat today <laughs> oh I love that I <laughs> love the shutdown <laughs> yeah. Two. Two. so we think that you can have body confidence and you guys do have body confidence yeah. but it's it's pinpointing why what that is for you 